Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and this is the second week in Advent. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days God has spoken to us by the Son. A reading from 2 Samuel, chapter 17. Moreover, Ahithophel said to Absalom, Let me choose twelve thousand men, and I will set out and pursue David tonight. I will come upon him while he is weary and discouraged and throw him into a panic, and all the people who are with him will flee. I will strike down only the king, and I will bring all the people back to you as a bride comes home to her husband. You seek the life of only one man, and all the people will be at peace. The advice pleased Absalom and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Call Hushai the archite. Let us hear, too, what he has to say. When Hushai came to Absalom, Absalom said to him, This is what Ahitophel said. Shall we do as he advises? If not, tell us. Then Hushai said to Absalom, This time the counsel that Ahithophel has given is not good. Hushai continued, You know that your father and his men are warriors, and that they are enraged like a bear robbed of her cubs in the field. Besides, your father is expert in war. He will not spend the night with the troops. Even now he has hidden himself in one of the pits or in some other place. And when some of our troops fall at the first attack, whoever hears it will say, There has been a slaughter among those troops who follow Absalom. Then even the valiant warrior whose heart is like the heart of a lion will utterly melt with fear. For all of Israel knows that your father is a warrior, and that those who are with him are valiant warriors. But my counsel is that all Israel be gathered to you from Dan to Beersheba, like the sand of the sea for a multitude, and that you go to battle in person. So we shall come upon him in whatever place he may be found, and we shall light on him as the dew falls on the ground, and he will not survive, 
nor will any of those with him. If he withdraws into a city, then all Israel will bring ropes to that city, and we shall drag it into the valley, until not even a pebble is to be found there. Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai the archite is better than the counsel of Ahithophel, for the Lord has ordained the defeat of the good counsel of Ahithophel, so that the Lord might bring ruin to Absalom. Then Hushai said to the priests, Zadok and Abiathar, Thus and so did Ahithophel counsel Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and so have I counseled. Therefore send quickly and tell David, Do not lodge tonight at the fords of the wilderness, but by all means cross over, otherwise the king and all the people who are with him will be swallowed up. Jonathan and Ahimaaz were waiting at the Enrogel. A a servant girl used to go and tell them, and they would go and tell King David, for they could not risk being seen entering the city. But a boy saw them and told Absalom, so both went away quickly, and they came to the house of a man at Baharim, who had a well in his courtyard, and they went down into it. The man's wife took a covering, stretched it over the well's mouth, and spread out grain on it, and nothing was known of it. When Absalom's servant came to the woman at the house, they said, Where are Ahimaaz and Jonathan? The woman said to them, They have crossed over the brook of water. And when they had searched and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. After they had gone, the man came up out of the well and went and told King David. They said to David, Go and cross the water quickly, for thus and so has Ahithophel counseled against you. So, David and all the people who were with him set out and crossed the Jordan. By daybreak, not one was left who had not crossed the Jordan. When Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his donkey, went off to his home, to his own city. He set his house in order, and he hanged himself. He died and was buried in the tomb of his father. Then David came to Mahanaim, and Absalom crossed the Jordan with him and all the men of Israel. Now Absalom had set Amasa over the army in place of Joab. Amasa was the son of a man named Ithra the Ishmaelite, who had married Abigail, daughter of Nahash, sister of Zeruiah, Joab's mother. And the Israelites and Absalom camped in the land of Gilead. When David came to Mahanaim, Sobi, the son of Nahash from Rabbah, of the Ammonites, and Machir, son of Amiel, of Lodabar, and Barzillai, and the Gileadite, from Rogelim, brought beds, basins, and earthen vessels, wheat, barley, meal, parched grain, beans, and lentils, honey and curds, sheep, and cheese from the herd, for David and the people with him to eat. And they said the troops are hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness." The Lord truly does work in mysterious ways. In the story of David's rise to the throne, it seemed as if the Lord were always and openly working in David's defense. Since God's promise to establish the house of David over Israel, and especially since David's sin against Bathsheba and Uriah the Hittite, the Lord has been present, but also seemingly hidden. Now that Absalom has stolen the throne and the allegiance of Israel from his father, we find that the Lord is at work, again hidden, but at work to confound Absalom's collaborators and to bring confusion meant to mislead Absalom 
to his demise, to tempt Absalom out of the palace, out of Jerusalem, and into the field in search of his father. And as the Lord promised, David has been punished. But David has not been forsaken or abandoned by the Lord, and woe to those who to those who through whom this punishment has come. Because the Lord uses Absalom to chasten David doesn't mean that God has gone over to Absalom. And those who are misled into believing that will do so to their own destruction. This may be an overlooked nuance in the story, some of the stories we find in the Bible, especially the ones that come just a little bit later and after David. The Lord is not beyond using the proud, the arrogant, the unrighteous, or even pagans to carry out God's judgment against God's people. In fact, God has a way of working what is meant for evil for good, and sometimes that stuff that's meant for evil comes out of those who seem to be opposed to God in God's way or even foreign to it. But such a moment does not mean that the Lord has forsaken his people or gone over to the side of those who oppressed and afflict them to perceive that a certain person or people is the Lord's chosen instrument at that moment in time does not mean that the Lord has chosen that person in in the same way that the Lord chose David or the Lord chose Abraham and Abraham's descendants or that the Lord has chosen us through our baptism. The Lord remains faithful to the mercy and steadfast love that the Lord has promised to God's people. And eventually, the Lord will restore God's people. Even in punishment and affliction, the Lord remains faithful to God's people, and those with wisdom will come alongside and join the Lord's anointed in their affliction, in their lament, and in their suffering, rather than forsaking them for the sake of power or to follow which way the wind is blowing. For those who have remained faithful to David in the wilderness and in his exile and in his suffering, for those who have helped to, to hide his friends or to provide him uh, sustenance while he was out and suffering, now the Lord will bless when David is restored. While those who follow after Absalom will find only ruin. While someone may act as an avenger or a punisher, and they may seize and hold power for a time, it is the Prince of Peace that we remain faithful to, even in his affliction. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born in the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to repair the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
and in the tender compassion of our God the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation. We thank you for the new creation in Christ. We thank you for all of your gifts of healing and forgiveness. Thank you for the communion of faith that we enjoy in your church. We thank you for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people and the ministries of St. Paul's, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.